Hey everybody, welcome to Code Chat. This is a uh, this is a new space. This is what we call Studio C here at Channel Nine, where I'm recording Code Chat today. And you haven't seen me in Studio C before. You've seen me in Studio A and B. This is C. We've got a crowd with us. I've got three guests and. Channel Line's got kind of some new space, and so I'm using Studio C, and this is kind of great. I I was telling you guys, I feel a little bit like Adam Savage on Tested <laughs> right now, like hiding behind this gigantic <laughs> microphone, and, but this is fun. So let me go ahead and introduce, you guys all know me, but let me introduce my guests. Uh, on my left is Claire, and then we have Christy and David, and Claire, Christy, and David are interns on my team at Microsoft right now. So uh, why don't you guys tell us, uh, they know your name, why don't you tell us where you're from and uh, maybe how you got into the internship program real quick. Sure, um, so I live uh, in New York in Queens um, and I go to school in upstate New York um, and I was actually contacted by a recruiter. Um, so I didn't exactly like apply, I didn't know much about evangelism um, and then I went through the interview process and that's how I got here. Were you like everybody else, like what's evangelism? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that was me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my name is David. I am a rising sophomore. I go to University of Notre Dame. Uh, my process was a little different. I went to a Nesby conference, which is National Society of Black Engineers. Uh, I was just there to learn to see what could what could possibly happen this summer. Uh, I ended up talking to some people at Microsoft, having some interviews there. Next thing you know, I'm here in uh, Seattle, San Francisco, as an intern. So. So where are you as an intern? Seattle? I'm, in, I'm in San Francisco. Okay. I'm here for the interview. So. Is this a bit of a transition, like north, uh, Midwest oh, yes, to yes. San Francisco? Yeah, so I grew up, I went to high school in Springfield, Missouri. It's like 150,000 people, nothing nothing big to it. And now I'm working in San Francisco, a big city. There's traffic. I mean, it's it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I'm still figuring out our panel here, but there we go. Claire, um, and I'm Claire, and I am a rising senior at a small liberal arts school out in the Northeast. So this is also kind of a big leap for me back across the country. I'm originally from the Seattle area and I had a similar experience to Christy. I got reached out to by a recruiter and next thing you knew, we we're out in Mountain View. Christy and I actually interviewed on the same day, but never saw each other. We just put that together. So yeah, it's been a whirlwind of an experience. It feels like since we got that call, it never really slowed down, but it's been mm. awesome. Well, that's fun. Now, um, you guys are all in school, and you're all studying computer science, yep. mm -hmm. CS, the classic computer <laughs> software developers course. And I am curious, because I'm an old developer now. I'm, I like to say I'm not punch card old, but I am floppy disk old. <laughs> and so I'm curious about your experience in CS. First of all, how do the degrees work these days? Is there still CS for software and then some other options for ones that are a little bit more targeted? How does that work? Yeah, so at Notre Dame, it's a little different. So we have computer science and computer engineering, and we have electrical engineering. Sorry about that. But uh, the only difference between CE and CS is three electrical courses that you take. Okay. And so if I'm a CS major, I say, you know what, I want to take three electrical courses. I am now a computer engineer. Every course for the first two years is exactly the same. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I remember thinking I don't want to do all EE because I don't want to just be testing capacitors. Yeah. I want to like, work with software, <laughs> yeah. right? And I don't want to be all CS because I like electronics too. And so I wanted to kind of find a, a middle ground. Um, so is that the same way at your schools, um, CS? It's it's similar. Yeah, we have uh, computer engineering and computer science as two different uh, two different subjects, and then engineering is more like hands on, and they work with robotics a lot. 
while computer science is more theoretical. Uh, mm. But in computer science, we also take architecture classes. So we do learn the theory behind it. Okay. Uh, we just don't get too hands-on. So yeah. Okay. And same. at your school? Yeah, my school is actually just CS. Oh, wow. So uh, I go to liberal arts school, so it's a much smaller program. And then we have within the CS department fields of concentration. So you can concentrate in AI or robotics or things like that. Uh, but it's there's no engineering mm -hmm. aspect that we're allowed to take, unfortunately. Are you going to concentrate? Uh, yeah, I'm going to concentrate in AI. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, so I'm really excited about that. But if you want to do like full-on computer engineering, you're going to have to go to grad school, unfortunately. And you can really do that, right? You can CS, yeah. and then in grad school, mm -hmm. you can add in the other courses and do something that's yeah. a little bit. But I think that's also a great one of the great things about doing a computer science degree is you don't have to go to grad school to really start your career and be successful mm -hmm. in the workforce. You can right. do whatever feels right for you. If you want to get more exposure to a certain type of technology, you can go to grad school. But if you just want to enter the workforce, you can do that and be super successful. Mm -hmm. So I think that's awesome. So is the school and the programs that you're studying specifically what you expected? Uh, coming in, uh, my expectation of computer science was completely different than what was at Notre Dame. And so in high school, when I had a CS class, it was more uh, hardcore. You know what, here is build something really big and really impressive, try to impress us as high school seniors. Uh, as a freshman at Notre Dame, we were making pet projects. We were having a good time learning the foundations of computer science. I haven't taken any data structures classes just yet, and so still uh, the whole hardcore rules of computer science have not really applied to us. So it's mostly just been go learn, go have fun, and go be creative. And I think sometimes when you learn those rules, you lose your creative aspect. And so it's still good to have that fresh mind perspective going into projects. So would you agree that computer science, computer development is actually uh, part scientific and part creative? Definitely. You have to, you have to be creative. I mean, uh, after a while, most people can do what other CS people are doing. I mean, you can make this website, maybe somebody else can make a website a little differently, but what distinguishes you is how you're gonna be creative, how you're gonna make your website, your app different than somebody else's, and that's where the creative aspect really has to come in to, to distinguish yourself. Okay, so creative, also artistic, even? Art artistic, I'm okay. not very artistic in my nature, so I don't know if I'd agree with the artistic aspect, but definitely just think outside the box, be very creative. Okay. That's one thing they, they taught us our freshman year. Okay, so I still want to get you guys' questions on how it's lined up with your expectations, but I really like this thread, this idea that um, in your program there's the room for creativity. And let me throw out another word. How about um, the ability within uh, software development to be original? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, we, we are just, we are fulfilling uh, business use cases. <laughs> like business wants to be able to collect names and addresses of perspective, whatever, you know, you just kind of make the software and it does that thing. But what about your expression? What about your ability mm. to express your creativity and be original with software development? Mm. Do you see room for that? Mm. Um, I, I definitely do. I feel like um, as I was taking my algorithms class especially, there's a lot of creativity and thinking outside of the box and uh, being artistic in a way when you're maybe designing algorithms or designing solutions to the problems. Mm. So I definitely think uh, being artistic is like ties into software development. That's pretty cool. It's like maybe it's a form of art that we haven't really yeah. seen in decades past or centuries past <laughs> or whatever, but 
even an algorithm can be artistic and that yeah. it's original, it's creative, it's personal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. I was actually just thinking about this the other day. I was thinking about the traveling salesman problem mm -hmm. and how mm -hmm. you know everyone's looking for a solution to this algorithm and it seems like a really simple problem on the surface, mm -hmm. but you know, someone there, I think there's like a million dollar reward for someone to solve this <laughs> algorithm. Wow. Yeah, and so it's like such a simple yeah. problem on the surface is going to require so much creativity and original thought and thinking to mm -hmm. come up to, with a solution yep. to it to the point that it's worth a million dollars to somebody. <laughs> and I think you see that a lot. And that's what I really like about computer science is, yes, there's right and wrong answers mm -hmm. for sure. But if someone gives you a problem, there's a million different ways that you can yeah. go about solving it. Yeah. And no one can really say this way is right or this way is wrong. Yes, there's ways to measure that, you know, via efficiency and code style and things like that. But at the end of the day, you really do get an opportunity to think originally mm -hmm. and do it the way that makes sense to you, which is cool. That's one of the things that's appealing to me about uh, software development is that, uh, like you said, there's no one way to do anything. There's a lot of different ways to solve the problem. And there's so no two people, no two software developers are ever going to go down the same road. And I equate it with music. Mm -hmm. You know, you get into music and it's certainly creative, certainly artistic and certainly expressive. And pretty much if you get a keyboard and I get a keyboard, we're not going to create the same music with it, right? Yeah. And the same thing with software development. And the other thing to that is we're never going to like max out. I know everything there is to know about music. <laughs> you know, figured it out. Done. It's, it's like that. You're never going to learn it all. Yeah. I think another cool aspect of that that's really unique to computer science is the collaborative nature of computer science and especially software development is with music, yes, it's very collaborative and things mm -hmm. like that, but you very rarely see people building off of each other's musical projects where oh, right. that's They're all inspired we do. by it, but maybe not yeah. built on yeah. it. Yeah. Where it's like you can do something in a really creative, cool way, but if the person following you doesn't understand it and can't read it and really have a deep understanding of it and build off of it, then it's kind of pointless. And so mm -hmm. that's an issue that we're running into with our current project right now is making sure that the code that we're writing right now is adaptable <laughs> and dynamic and can be mm -hmm. used in the future by other software developers that want right. to build off of it. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Okay, what's your guys' mindset coming in to an internship program at a company like Microsoft? So we're talking about certainly an industry leader, a highly technical company, a really big company. What's your mindset coming in? Um, so I was very pleasantly surprised. Um, this is my first like computer science-centered internship with you know a big project that we have to do. Um, and I wasn't sure. I knew that people would be very willing to help, but I've been very surprised and happily surprised by how open people are and how happy they are to help you. Um, so everyone around us has been super, super helpful. Um, and the environment is so happy. You, you're you willing to go to work every day. Um, and these are all things that I had never experienced <coughs> before. Um, so I don't know if anyone wants to add, but. Yeah, I think I looked at it as just, wow, what an amazing opportunity. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you're talking about in dream internships, especially yeah. Yeah. going into your senior year of college, 
it doesn't get much better than mm-hmm. you know TE at Microsoft because <laughs> yeah. uh, you get such a broad exposure mm-hmm. to so many different things. Right. Uh, but I think similar to Christy, I was expecting it to be a lot more kind of sink or swim, mm-hmm. and a lot. I was looking at it as okay, this is basically a three month interview to see <laughs> if they'll take me back yeah. at the end. Right. But people really want to see you succeed. They yeah. really want you to learn. Mm-hmm. I mean, people tell us every day that. The goal is to learn something. As long as you're learning something, you're doing a good job. So I think that's been really awesome. And that really seems to be the general culture of Microsoft, even Mm -hmm. beyond the interns, is learn something, work hard, Mm -hmm. and create cool stuff, which is awesome. And I don't think you get that liberty at smaller smaller companies that are more, you know, strapped for resources and things like that. It's great that you're pleasantly surprised by that, that it's not like you hear a bit about Microsoft having a good culture and then you come in and you're like, oh man, that was a facade, you know, yeah. this is brutal inside. <laughs> it's actually maybe a little bit more of the opposite because maybe yeah. there's some some history or some legacy yeah. on the mm-hmm. reputation and then yeah. you come in and you go, wow, look at this culture. This yeah. is pretty great. Yeah. And uh, definitely being a TE intern is, I think, one of the best interns you could be because uh, being a freshman, when you do your projects, there's a little bit of freedom in it. Uh, And I really did not know what to expect being an intern. I thought it was going to be a nine to seven hardcore, like behind the computer, like just going to, like she said, sick or swim. But the learning aspect has been absolutely amazing. And TE is not only about coding, it's about it's molding us in other aspects as well. How's, how we're talking, how we're presenting. And so uh, being at Microsoft, my entire ideology was I'm here to learn. And I'm not only learning when it comes to coding, I am learning other aspects, which I think is absolutely fabulous. At other places, they might have said, you know what, go make this and learn how to code. Make sure your code is absolutely perfect, ready for demo. Sure, they're like, you know what, learn like we want you to learn as much as possible and then from there whatever you have will will be fine that's funny they actually do that with uh folks like myself that have been Mm -hmm. around for a while too you know we're steeped in experience in certain areas but there's so much Mm -hmm. new and there's so many corners so many dark corners that i'm i'm just ready to flesh out like i want to go learn more (laughs) about this thing and and they do give us a lot of opportunity to go and learn that thing Mm -hmm. the role that we're talking about here this evangelism role one of the unique things about it is that it's very much a generalist's pos- uh, mm-hmm. position, right? Yep. I mean, yep. you you have you guys are working on Hololens. It's front end. It's three D. Uh, you know, that's a, that's a unique area. But you could be working on data systems, yep. back ends, front ends. You could be working on IoT or uh, gaming. There's so many different areas that you could be working on as a TE. And so there's this spectrum of generalist to I have a very specific job. You know, I'm a <laughs> COBOL developer and I do the <laughs> whatever. Yeah. And I guess I wonder if that appeals to certain people. Are, are you guys drawn to a general position, or are you more drawn to uh, something more specific, or do you not know yet? So I I feel like I am drawn to definitely maybe just software engineering, software development. Um, uh, but that was my initial thought going in. Like that that is what I wanted to do, and that was before I realized what a T was, mm-hmm. um, what I would be doing. Um, so I'm actually slowly shifting into loving this position um, also because we get to go to a lot of hackathons and do a lot of amazing things yeah. which is my favorite thing yeah. about being a T. Um, so, yeah. yeah, how about you, Claire? Yeah, I mean, I think that as much as the T is a really general position, I feel like, and maybe this is just on our particular team with Joe as 
our manager, Mm -hmm. but I feel like there's a lot of liberty where TEs can say to him, hey, this is what I'm really into right Mm -hmm. now. I want to do a lot of projects with this. I want to go to these meetups and do hackathons that are specific to this. And he says, go for it, you know. And so I feel like you can be really focused within the TE position on Mm -hmm. specific types of technologies that you're passionate about. But you're also not locked into that. So if that changes in a year, you can change it. Or right. if you get tired of it and want to weave in a different kind of project, you can do that too. So I think that's really cool about. Or the if something role. new kind of emerges. Yeah, like exactly. when I started, IoT wasn't really a thing. I mean, mm-hmm. it was it was a thing in the industry, but it wasn't a thing in in general software development. But then as soon as it kind of came along, I was like there's the application for all my engineering, my uh, electronics engineering experience, yeah. and, and boy, my, my passion got behind it. I think what's happening with our team and at Microsoft is uh, reflective of what's happening in the technology industry in general with all the companies discovering that if they do something like 20% time at Google or you know whatever where they let people work on things they're passionate about, they capture this, uh, this wealth of uh, potential because you've got all these people that could either work on the thing that they come to work to work on every day and it kind of gets you know a little bit old or whatever or you could challenge them to make something that they're really passionate about and you're going to they're going to be working so I'm always so much more tuned in so much more like on it when I'm working on something that I'm passionate about yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Like I said, I'm still a little new to the CS field as well, so I don't really know what I what I love yet in CS. And so being in TE gives, gives me that flexibility. I don't know about some people, but I sometimes I get very bored, like working, even working in CS on some things. And so the idea, the idea of being able to learn other things and like. Like she said, right now my passion is here, so I can go learn here, and then still that will be helpful as I'm working on my project being a TE. It, I think it's absolutely fabulous. Uh, I talk to other people and other teams, and the way they explain it to me, like the nine to five of working this one thing all the time, sometimes they get really mm-hmm. tired of the redundancy. And so being a TE so far has been like my absolute favorite part of, of, of Microsoft. Yeah. Yeah, you've got this domain that you're working in, and the code, the the software development happens within that domain. I know for me, I used to work in aerospace, and aerospace is kind of always pretty exciting. And and then the code kind of started getting less exciting. We started switching to some frameworks that I wasn't into, and and so I moved over to another domain that was a little less exciting. It was insurance. (laughs) So the code was awesome, and I thought, that's okay. I mean, I write code every day, so it doesn't matter that I'm just dealing with insurance. Uh, because it's more about the code. Yeah. And, and I was like, well, that kind of <laughs> matters a little bit, yeah, you know, like yeah. what I'm working on. So how about you guys? What are you passionate about? What, what kind of, what do, what's your domain? I've actually had previous internships in insurance. And okay. so I totally know what you're talking about. Of The code is really interesting. Yeah. And there's lots of cool problems to solve. Yeah, like rules engines. Yeah, and, yeah. but at the end of the day, it's like... <laughs> it's insurance, you know? Um, and so I think it is really important to be working on projects that the overall scope of it and the impact that it has is something that's important to you. But the areas right now that I'm really excited about and interested in, I think the HoloLens is so bleeding edge and mm. so cool. And I think as that continues to develop and catch fo- catch on and catch fire, it's going to be really, mm. really impactful across the world. 
and then I'm also going to have to give the default answer of machine learning and AI. I just think that's such a cool industry right now. It's growing like crazy, and I think the applications are really just endless for that. So I'm really excited about those two specific types of uh, fields. And maybe the convergence of them, like where you have AI that's happening within holograms. That's pretty amazing. I would 100% agree with Claire. Um, I'm also very interested in machine learning and AI, and we're actually um, going to be adding um, a machine learning feature to our project. Um, So that's really exciting. Um, Another, just like a big topic or big area that I'm interested in is research in general, um, computer science research. Um, Yeah, Uh, yeah, I'd have to agree as well. I think, like she said, with the HoloLens cutting edge, I mean, I still can't believe sometimes when I put it on that I'm actually seeing what I'm seeing. Something you can only dream about. Uh, I am also excited in security, like like outlook security, things like that. Uh, I think that's very also very slept on. You know, uh, it's very exciting. I think it's very exciting. Most people don't think it's very exciting, but I think it's very exciting. I don't think it's very. Exciting. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> I, I'm like, no, I like outlook security. So anything security was. I'm like, this is this is awesome, and so things like that as well. Uh, being working with other people and coming to computer science, one thing that we like to do is like to make games. And so the reason why like, I first got into computer science was actually trying to make games. And so me and my friends would make games, and like after long nights coding, you got to get to test your games. And so I'm also excited in gaming because I see like the instant rewards sometimes. Oh, you make this game, and I can test it and see, oh, I'm in, I can spend hours on this game that I made. And so I think gaming is another another industry that I'm, I think is very, very exciting. So David, can you help me get excited about security? <laughs> How do I do that? I don't know. I don't know what it was. I think it's because that on your stereotypical, like, you watch an action movie and you see the guy in the basement, like, trying to hack something or trying to, like, break into something. And so, like, ever since then, I've always got excited. Like I said, there's still a lot for me to learn. But what I've heard about Outlook Security, what I've heard about security in general is that it is this party nobody kind of wants to do. But, like, there's still a lot of fun, a lot of of places to be. And it's, I, I just, I just think it's, I just think it's fun. Think so it's fun. If, if, you, uh, if you're new to Code Chat, if you yeah. go way back in Code Chat history, look for a single, single digit episode. I forgot it was like episode three or four or five or something like that. And I interviewed a guy by the name of Ben Goddard, who is, um, I believe, still at Microsoft working on the HoloLens. Um, but he was working on the Office team as a red hat hacker for the Office team. Cool. And he talks all about... Oh, yes all about trying to break into oh, the system. Like that cool. was his role. And that was pretty That's, exciting. Yeah, like I guess boy. being on that side of it, <laughs> yeah. there's something appealing about it. Being on the side where you're you're always preventing. Yeah. I mean, I, I like the preventing aspect because I want I feel like it's a competition. I want to see like yeah, you true. try to beat me. Like you try to get in. Like I'm trying to stop every move you try to make. And so, yeah. like I said, I'm still very new to it. I still have a lot to learn, but just the idea of it just sounds sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Someone's got to do it. So someone's yeah. got to do it. And if they if yeah. they ask me to do it, I'll be I'll be in my basement, I'll be in my room trying to get at it. So Well, you know, I think that there are uh, when when you think about different technology or software development topics, there are ones like security or gaming where I can say I'm just not that guy, yeah. so I'm gonna let David. <laughs> but there are other areas, and I've told my audience this many times. There are areas like machine learning mm-hmm. or blockchain where I say I don't think you're gonna be able to avoid this one. Mm. This mm. is gonna be huge. Yeah. 
It's going to be a cross-cutting technology, and we all are going to have to learn that. Okay. I don't think people can avoid learning machine learning at this point. Mm. I really don't. Yeah, I something like gaming, you know, that's maybe yeah, for the gamers, yeah. but something yeah. like machine learning, no. If you're a front-end developer, you're going to need it. If you're a gamer, you're going to need it. If you're mm -hmm. a HoloLens developer, you're going to need it. I completely agree. Yeah, definitely yeah. agree. Okay, well, we're coming up on time. Is there anything else that you guys want to say to developers in the wild from your perspectives on software development? <laughs> I don't think we have much advice to uh, offer seasoned developers, but if there's any younger people watching this, just, you know, keep going at it. I think every day we experience some sort of feeling of, oh, you're not smart enough. This yeah. is all this stuff is too overwhelming. There's so much to know. I'll never get it. Um, but just keep going at it because the fruits of your labor are really worth mm -hmm. it. The, yeah. you know, being here, this is a great kind of aha moment of mm -hmm. wow we've worked so hard and these are the things that we get to enjoy because of it it's really worth it it's really rewarding work and we're just all so happy to be here and so grateful for the opportunities so yeah. well that's great yeah. uh, I would advise uh, being everything search everything always try to find the answer uh, another thing I would say if it, if it is to young developers, people just coming out, uh, don't be afraid to take risks. I know I definitely wouldn't be here if I didn't take a risk. Uh, as well, don't be afraid to make mistakes. I think sometimes when you're in a big corporation like Microsoft, you get scared to make a mistake because you believe a lot of things are at stake or a lot of people are at stake. Don't be afraid to fail. Don't be, don't be afraid to take risks. Yeah. And you never know what could come from those risks, what could come from those mistakes. So that's one thing I could give. If I could give anybody, that's one thing I would, I would say. Okay. I'd agree. Um, I would also add that Computer science in general is one of the most rewarding things you can do with your life because it applies to every aspect and it's also something that's changing the world every day. Mm -hmm. Man, so you guys, <laughs> how did we get such wisdom out of interns? You guys are hey, supposed we, to know all this. We've been yet. through it all. Five, this, these past five weeks, I think, I think we've, been, we've been through a lot. We've been through it all. And so we have a lot more to learn, but I think these five weeks have definitely been an uphill climb. Awesome. Yes. Yes. Okay, well, I really appreciate you guys being with me on Code Chat. I know my audience appreciates getting this perspective. It's a unique perspective. Oftentimes I have program group developers and whatever on, but not every day I have interns on the show. So. <laughs> Thank you for so having us. I so really much. appreciate it. Thank you. All right, everybody wave goodbye. Yeah. And we'll see you next time on Code Chat. <laughs>